Welcome to episode 133 of Shanlin on Batman. We said that as a school year wound down that we'd be recording more. And what are we recording? Like seven days? Less than seven days since our last episode? It's been about a week, yep. It's been a week. So today's episode is going to be a fun one. We're going to do a fan cast of the upcoming movie, The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves. So we are looking forward to doing that. We're just going to do a few actors here there, discuss their merits, discuss whether they or not they'd be a good fit for the role, um, so on and so forth. It's been a minute since we've kind of – have we done a fan cast ever on the podcast? I feel like we have once. Oh, we, we for sure have done fan casts before, yeah. So I know I do a bunch of them on Twitter all the time. I'm just trying to recall if I have done them on the podcast because when you're 133 in – on your podcast history over like what are we four or five years in now uh you kind of forget where you began where you started sort of thing so we're excited to really do this we have just a limited limited scope today we're gonna do a few supporting characters and then a few characters that we have heard uh like a few villains that we have heard would be in the batman so we're not going to go down like a full list of like you know, Leslie Tompkins or Rupert Thorne. We're just going to stick to the rumors that we have heard and the supporting characters that we are like 99.9% sure will be in the Batman. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't have a Batman movie without Alfred, right? So Alfred's going to be in there. We're going to talk about Gordon and then kind of like go through that. So, I mean, are you sure you don't want to fan cast Batmite or something like that? Bathound? Bathound? <laughs> it's like, this is the dog for Bathound right here. <laughs> this uh, dog has a luscious coat that's bat-worthy. Look at that fur. So, but yeah, that's what we're going to be doing today. This will be interesting. I don't Like I said, it's been a minute since we've done this. I'm sure we're going to get hate from people who are listening to this episode. Like, what the fuck? That guy. <laughs> it's like, oh, my you God. Can... Why did you not suggest so-and-so who's super obscure and is in this, like, one TV show that you guys have never watched? <laughs> Why didn't you fan cast Kramer as Scarecrow? That's what I'm waiting for. Kramer as Scarecrow. So, well, if you get Kramer as Scarecrow, that means uh, George Costanza could be Penguin. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, so. <laughs> Okay, we'll get right onto that fan cast. So let's start with uh, Alfred. I've been very vocal about who I want to be Alfred. You've seen my post about it on Twitter. But let's start with Kyle first, because I'm sure people already know my list or, you know, my number one right now for Alfred. So let's start with Kyle. Okay. So as a lot of you probably know, I'm actually not very good at fan casts. So you've probably heard some of these suggestions before. But I I think it'd be really cool to get a former Doctor Who as uh, Alfred, if you know who I'm talking about. No, I do not know which Doctor Who. I, I think uh, Peter Capaldi could be a pretty oh, good... Oh, yeah. yeah. He'd be interesting. He'd be a pretty good Alfred, I feel like. I think he's got a good mannerism. He's got almost like a like a mentor kind of vibe about him. He's the right age. He's got a good look for him. Yeah, yeah. Sexy specs on him. I could see him, <laughs> see him, you know, prancing around the Batcave with Batman. Oh, yeah, for sure. I bet, forgive me for, for being ignorant, but who, who would be your leading pick for, for the role? Well, do you have any other ones other than Peter Capaldi? Or is he kind of... Um, like... So, to go a little bit more out there, I think another pick I, I would put out there for for alfred would be uh hugh laurie oh yeah he Do- dr too. house yeah i am down for that he was he's on my list uh for uh scarecrow or for riddler so Ooh, but we'll get to ones. those yeah but we'll get to those later um he'd be a really good man bat as well he's a great actor Ooh. um 
I think that Hugh Laurie really has, you know, the acting chops. He's got that British accent. Um, he is wonderful. He can uh, dish it out. Like, he can be that sarcastic, smarmy Alfred that, you know, we've come to really come accustomed to. Right, uh, right. I, I like it. He's definitely going to type his name in. <laughs> He's, he makes the cut. <laughs> there you go. So was that it for you on Alfred, or do you yeah, have another? Yeah, yeah. I only I only brought two names to the table for that one. Are you just two names across the board for everyone? For the most part, yes. I got I got one, two, three, four, five for Two Face, three for Gordon, five for Penguin, six for Riddler, two for Catwoman, one for uh, Scarecrow. So for me, someone's been doing their homework. I've been wanting to do this for a minute, like ever since this has been announced. And this is like, well, is this going to happen? Is it not going to happen? <laughs> is he directing it? Do we? Can we get a Batman first? But now that it seems like the ink is drying from what everyone's kind of like understanding of the situation from Robert Pattinson as Batman, um, it sounds like he's the guy. And I mean, anything could happen between now and the beginning of filming. You know, he could he could walk away. You know, there's a lot of things. You know, there has been no official announcement from Warner Brothers or Robert Pattinson or Matt Reeves. But for me, no news is good news. So mm -hmm. until something happens, until there's, a, you know, a report, you know, 20 minutes after we're done with this podcast saying that Robert Pattinson is no longer in the running for Batman, <laughs> then um, I think that, you know, it's safe to say it. as of this recording, he is Batman. Yeah. So for me, yeah. my number one pick, and I, if you've been paying attention to my Twitter, is uh, Pierce Brosnan. Ooh. A Ooh, former, I like that. <laughs> a former James Bond alumnus as, as Alfred. And I want – like I love the iterations that we have gotten from uh, Michael Goff, Michael Caine, and uh, Jeremy Irons. But, like, if I kind of want to see the role kind of redefined in the cinematic world, I want my Alfred to have more grit to him. I want my Alfred, you know, I, I, I'm not asking for a scene of Alfred and fisticuffs, you know, razzling some, <laughs> you know, some of the Joker's guys. I mean, as badass as that could be. I just want, you know, I want the role of Alfred to be this former. Uh, former British spy or former British, you know, army surgeon or medic um, who can handle his own, you know, in hand-to-hand -hand combat. And with Pierce Brosnan, you really get that. You really believe that he can do that because he's done that before as James Bond. You know, did it for, what, four or five movies, Golden Eye, mm -hmm. Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, so on and so forth. I mean, I fan-casted the last Alfred with Jeremy Irons and Kyle was there before he was cast. Yep. I remember like, that. This, this is a true story. Like I say it all the time. This is a very, very true story that be, like months before I, I went to Kyle, we used to work together. I said, Kyle, I was watching a movie the other night. I really think that Jeremy Irons would be great as, um, Alfred, you know, I was watching Die Hard with a Vengeance. He's like, ooh, that'd be really good. And then the day of the casting of Alfred and Lex Luthor, it said Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor and Jeremy Irons is Alfred. I was like, holy shit. God damn, he's a psychic. So I don't like obviously that, you know, lightning isn't going to strike twice. But Paris Brosnan is kind of my out of I love out of left field something you're not expected, you know, it's expected for Richard E. Grant to, you know, get the role like an actor like that or Hugh Laurie. But Paris Brosnan just brings that extra layer to the role of Alfred. Would he do a smaller role like that? I don't know. It'd be interesting to see it, but he can bring the gravitas. He can be bring the emotion. He can bring the mentorship, especially within this um, this part of his career as an actor. Mm -hmm. So Pierce, Pierce Brosnan is the number one guy right now. And I, like I said, I would really love to see you know, a scene in the Batcave where, you know, maybe Alfred and Bruce are training together. That'd be interesting. Or a sequence where, you know, Alfred really has to throw down, 
you know, to, you know, save, you know, Bruce Wayne. That'd be interesting. You know, the, the you know, the regular cast, you know, the Richard E. Grants or the Hugh Laurie's. I, I don't see that. I'm not saying they can't do that. You know, you could get a body double or anything. But for me right now, he's got that like like gray hair, gray beard, Alfred. You know, I posted that picture on Twitter. It's there if you want to see it. Um, he's my guy. He's going to be my guy until they cast the role. So that's where I'm at. You know, Richard E. Grant, everyone's been talking about he gets it. I wouldn't mind seeing him in it. But I got another James Bond alumnus who would be awesome as Alfred. Timothy Dalton. Ooh. Okay. Like, I, I, know, right. I know he's like in uh, – isn't he on one of the DC shows right now? I'm on, not sure. I think he's on. I think he's on Legends, isn't he? I I couldn't tell you. I've I've not been watching Legends. You need to Google that right now, Kyle, to see what he's <laughs> on right now. So. All right, all right, hold on. I'll I'll do that. But, but why is he your guy? Why is he your guy? He again. He brings the extra. He's not like to me. He's he's a good actor, but he's not as good as Pierce Brosnan is. But he brings that extra thing that I'm looking for. I just want this role to be slightly redefined. Like I don't need it to go like all you know off kilter. I don't need it to be widely reinterpreted. But I would like another layer added to it than just a dude who's bringing Bruce some fishy soie or uh, he's bringing some sandwiches or you know he's sewing up Bruce. I want uh, something added to it. And you know you get a guy who can clearly do some fisticuffs. A guy who was a former James Bond, an action star, you know, I just want something more added to the role of Alfred. You know, if I was writing the movie, obviously I'm not a writer, but if I was doing it, that's kind of how I'd write the character. Because you've seen the you've seen the classic forms of Alfred time and time again. And it was sort of, you know, turned a little bit, you know, the dial was turned slightly to the right or the left with uh, Jeremy Irons. He brought like something extra to the role, like a more sarcastic Alfred, someone who helped Bruce. You know, he was, you know, he was doing the drone thing, but I want it to be elevated even more. I don't want to see him just sitting in the back cave, you know, uh, you know, doing the turntables, you know, you know, like in Batman Returns where he's like, like DJ, you know, DJ Alfred over there. Mm-hmm. So I just need something else, you know. I think he'd be really good as Alfred as well. Not as good as Pierce Brosnan, not as good as Richard E. Grant, not as good as Hugh Laurie, but bringing in an extra layer of believability for you know what I'm looking for in my Alfred. So, right. That's uh, I mean, any thoughts on you know? I I could totally see it. Yeah, you you, you make a lot of good points there. And to... any reason why you wouldn't want to see Pierce Brosnan or T. Dalt? I would totally be in favor of um, Pierce Bronson for sure. Then, and going back to what we were saying earlier, the only reason I probably couldn't see Timothy Dalton is because he te- he technically already plays a DC character in Doom Patrol. He's the chief. Okay, okay. I thought it was Legends or Doom or whatever. So yeah, it's Doom Patrol. But um, no, I think he could have played a part, but I, I don't know. He he kind of already has a, a DC gig. Whether or not that that's a positive or a negative in favor of that idea, who knows? Um. So let's go to let's kind of stick within the mold of friends of Batman. So we got Alfred. Let's go to Gordon. I think Gordon. Um, I think we're both on the same page at who should play. <laughs> there, there's only Gordon. okay, so like, we can we, we can were, have we're, other we're, ideas, but I think we both have one guy in mind. And it's funny because we were looking like me and Kyle were like, all right, who should play? Because we we're like, because we already had our list. We're like, are we missing anyone on our list? You know, like who could be make a great, you know, this character, or that character. Mm-hmm. And when we typed in Gordon, every like number one <laughs> is this guy. Like he's already played the role in an animated film, very forgettable, year one. But you know, Brian Cranston should be Gordon. In the Batman, he was the number one back when they were casting for Batman v Superman. <laughs> he's like been he's been number, number one for years. 
I think there's some interest on both parts, you know, I, and I'm not speaking for Matt Reeves, but I feel like the studio has some interest, and I feel like Cranston has some interest, but I know he wants to do Mr. Sinister, but I don't think that's going to happen, especially with the restructuring of X-Men characters at Disney. Like, we're not going to see those characters now for three or four years as they're restructuring. You know, we're going to get to Fantastic Four here shortly. We're going to, you know, we're going to do this or that. We got there's a lot coming down. Mm-hmm. We you know with Disney the Fox merger they're still figuring out what they're gonna do with Deadpool. Is Deadpool gonna be Spider Man? Is Venom gonna gonna be Spider Man three? Like they're figuring those things out. So I just don't think that it's in the cards for Cranston to play. Um. To play the role of Mister Sinister, and he was really good in Power Rangers. He's good in everything he does. Great on Seinfeld. Great on Malcolm in the Middle. Great on Breaking Bad. He's a mm-hmm. fantastic actor. He could literally he he's doing Ford commercials now. Like he's literally the voice of Ford commercials. So Brian Cranston, number one. I think Kyle's number one. But if he is your number one, uh, Kyle, what does he bring to Gordon? I don't know how on board you're gonna be with this idea, but hear me out. Hear me out. How about our boy Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton as Gordon? Yeah. Well, if he, if you can give him Gordon, you're gonna like who I have for Two Face. Oh, okay, here we go. This is this ought to be good. We're like, not there. Let's <laughs> let's finish with Gordon first. Let's finish with. Gordon yeah, I think first. I I think Michael Keaton would be a pretty good commissioner, Gordon. Interesting. So is he your number one pick? No, I, I'd still put Cranston as my number one, but I was I was thinking of some other ideas, some some interesting ideas, and he kind of popped in my I, mind. I'm like, yeah. I could, I could maybe see that. He could, I would like to see that. You know, he. But how does him being in Spider Man verse? How does that? It, it would definitely complicate matters probably more than it would than it could actually work out. But you know, this is the he fan goes, cast. We got to dream a little bit. You know. He goes from Batman to Birdman to Spider Man <laughs> back to Batman. Batman to <laughs> Birdman to Vulture back to the Batman universe as Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. If it flies, he's in it. <laughs> Um, I like that. You know, he's at the age. I still want him to play the older Bruce Wayne in like a Batman Beyond film. Um, I wouldn't mind that. You're gonna like. You're gonna. I think you're gonna like where I'm going with my Two Face role. But is there anyone else? I got two other names for Gordon. Do you have anyone else? Uh, if you gave me some time, I could probably pick pick out some more. But I want to hear your picks for Commissioner Gordon. I got one who's already played Gordon in a previous film, J.K. Simmons. Yep. Yep. I could. I really liked him in the as a role. I think what he brought to Patriots Day, he could bring that to Gordon. We really didn't get to see a full fledged Commissioner Gordon in Justice League. If there was one character I'd like to bring back, it'd be him. Yeah. Jeremy Irons is serviceable. I like Jeremy Irons as Alfred, but you know, to me, like when you have a character like Alfred and Batman, they're coming as like a package. So when that Batman leaves, I know. I know people are going to crucify me. Well, Val Kilmer, George Clooney had the same offer, but for me, I just want to see something different. I'm, I've seen the same kind of thing over and over again with Alfred, the emotional blah, 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 blah. But I would like to see Jacob Simmons really kind of like do a full-fledged, go full-on Commissioner Gordon when it comes to oh, yeah. the I- so I thought J.K. Simmons was an absolutely amazing pick for Gordon, and I'm kind of sad we have not gotten a whole lot of them yet. If they decide to, to keep him around and keep playing the role, I would be more than happy for that. I have one other one. Um, and, you know, this could be, you know, solid. It could, you know, not a lot of people are thinking of. I like William H. Macy. Hmm. Okay. That's that's an interesting pick for sure. You just – you're putting a, a character actor in the role who can deliver. So, like, when you brought in Gary Oldman to the role, you knew what you're getting with Gary Oldman. You know what you're going to get with William H. Macy. You're going to get a really solid performance. Mm-hmm. Is that going to elevate the overall film? Is it, you know, how is Gordon written in the Batman? Where Where is he at in the career? Maybe they go younger. Maybe this is a younger Gordon. Like, I mean, we've kind of had the same, like, sort of age. Um I mean, because Batman's supposed to be like 25 to 30. So where where is Gordon at? Is he sergeant? Is he lieutenant? Is he a full-on Commissioner Gordon at this point? 
Um, what age is he at? There, there's a lot of what ifs. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any any good actors I could see, you know, a little bit slightly younger than what we've been given. And I'm not really – I kind of like already have in my mind the age, but it's really up to Matt Reeves when it comes to, you know, when it comes to that sort of thing. So it'll be interesting to see how he kind of sort – how he kind of like plays into the mythos of uh, – of Batman, where where are the ages? How old are these characters? You know, how old's Alfred? How old's Gordon? How old's Bruce? Sort right. of thing. So, um, but William H Mason would be a very solid pick as Gordon. So, um, let's see here. Let's do you want do you want me to do you want to start with Two Face or do you want to go with Penguin or Riddler first? Let's. Let's go with Penguin, since there's already been a lot of speculation that Penguin could be making an appearance in the movie. Penguin and Catwoman. And mm-hmm. it seems like Josh Gad, like I know Josh Gad, you know, for what, two years now? He's meeting with Jeff Johns. He's constantly tweeting about Penguin. He said he could take on Robert Pattinson's Batman. So <laughs> it's like he has the role, but, it, you know, like I said, anything could happen. You know, a comet could fall out of the sky and kill him. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying anything <laughs> could happen. You walk away from the role. So Josh Gad would be good. But to me, he's not like – he doesn't scream Oswald Cobblepot to me yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily put him as my, my first or even my second pick for, for the role. But Yeah, neither would I. Right now, right for me right now, it's like a toss-up between Andy Serkis and Paul Giamatti. Oh, <laughs> I did you see that did you see that uh photo of like a bearded Andy Circus, you know, with the little I have, I have not thought about the possibility of Andy Circus, but now that now that you mention it, I I can kinda s I could kinda see it, yeah. You can kinda see it. You uh, can I'll, I'll I'll look at a picture, but I, I, I think yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm digging that idea. I'm sending you a picture now, Kyle. I okay, it's I am receiving sense. I'm receiving a dick pic as we speak. Oh, okay, there we go. You know what? That that really does work. <laughs> yeah. That works. I'm like seeing that, I'm I'm for it. Give me uh, Andy Circus is a character actor. He can mm-hmm. he could literally put on a green suit and be an amazing actor. Oh wait, he's done that before. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, he's Twice, done that. Three times. <laughs> so uh, you know, he has a relationship with Matt Reeves. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. If Josh Gad gets it, that's great. I'm all I, I I would prefer other actors be you know Penguin, but if Josh Gad ended up with it, depending on the size of the role, where he's at, you know, is he just you know the dude pulling the strings or is he you know the muscle? It's all to be seen. But Andy Circus though, he brings this level of cartoonish intensity to the role like look at how he was in you know the last jedi and uh the force awakens with his character in star wars he brings he's all he's got the voice he's all can he can bring you know extra layers to the the role you know you feel the history of the characters that he is you know whether it's Gollum, whether it's caesar whether it's what's his name in star wars i forget (laughs) Um, why am I, I always want, this? I always want to say it's Dooku, but it's not Dooku. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Dooku. Uh, but, uh, Snoke. It was Commissioner Snoke. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Why? Oof. Oh. Oof. It really speaks volumes of how hard I had to struggle to remember that character's name. Uh. Well, yeah, because fuck the last Jedi. <laughs> I, knew uh, about, yeah, I, knew, he, I knew what I was getting into when I said that. <laughs> um, but what do you think? You know, you've seen that kind of like picture of um. What are your thoughts? How are you feeling when it comes to that? Let's just say uh, if that ended up happening, you would hear absolutely no qualms from me. 
I think Andy Serkis is a fantastic actor. We've already got a fan mock-up of what his costume would look like. Uh, looks fantastic. And he would. I think he could actually breathe some life into a character that I tend to think is a bit underwhelming. He's very two-dimensional. Yes. I mean, for, for goodness sake, not, not to bring up a Marvel, but the way he portrayed Claw in the Marvel series really made that relatively boring, uninteresting character quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. So if he could do something like that for the penguin, I'd be all for it. Yeah, I'm I'm good with you too. I just think that there there is a level of cartoon sinisterness that he is able to bring <laughs> to the role. You're as, right. He he's you like know, a live action cartoon villain. That's what Andy Serkis. But is. he's able to like really. You know, there's a, a level of history that he brings. Like, whenever you see him, you can just feel like he's been this character. You know, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he just brings those those mini layered, like, he can just dial into who that character is. He he does his research. And he's able to really really go above and beyond. I mean, do you remember King Kong, his role in King Kong? Vaguely. Like he was like the cook. But you felt like he's been a cook for like 35 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> you you didn't question his cooking abilities. No. <laughs> so, like that's what that's what I like about him is you know, he can and he's really cartoonish, he's really, you know, tongue in cheek with that role, but he's able to really round out his character in his ability as an actor and that really speaks volumes to who he is as a talented actor and i've said it before he deserves to be nominated for best actor best supporting actor for his role as Gollum and caesar in those films because he really does bring that emotion he really brings it every day mm-hmm. he's a hard ass worker and that's why if he got penguin if he was penguin I would be so happy because he can he can really bring that two-dimensional character that we've all seen in Batman Returns as this really creepy, rapey bat, you know, bat villain into something that's much more than that. You know, the, instead of the guy with flippers for hands, he's this, <laughs> you know, dude pulling the strings, you know, at the whatever the cold arctic zone, whatever they call the bar that he runs. So, yep. Uh, do you have anyone for Penguin off the top of your head? So I had two names, one of which we actually shared, and that was uh, Paul Giamatti. I was uh, totally in agreement with you for, for Paul Giamatti there to be a pretty good Penguin. But for it to be, be to be a little bit more interesting, I also thought uh, Toby Jones could fit the role Ooh. pretty good. I like Toby Jones. I think he's a good actor. I think he can play the the mannerisms of the penguin pretty well. Although to be fair, he'd be a bit more of a a bit more of a straightforward penguin, something a bit more traditional, not something a little bit more boundary breaking like an anti circus. But you know, if you want a more straightforward, like side character kind of penguin, I think Toby Jones could fit that pretty spot on. Well, he's five foot five, whereas Danny DeVito is four foot ten, so. <laughs> He, but he has the weird like penguiny look. Mm-hmm. He looks like a fish out of water. Um, so I, I, I can see he's a good actor. He's done a lot of good stuff. Absolutely, I have no issue with that. So, um, uh, Paul Giamatti, he brings you know Paul Giamatti anything he's in. I mean, well, I mean the only thing I didn't like of him was Rhino in Spider Man Two. Yeah, we uh, we try to forget that. Uh, that never happened. <laughs> I'm pretty sure even he would agree that. Yeah, we're just going to try to forget that even happened. <laughs> who else? Uh, you know who else I like, who I love as an actor, but just has not had a role in any of the, you know, any of these films. The only role he's done that's, you know, that's been larger than life was a voice character in Transformers, and that's John Goodman. Oh, oh, you're right, you're right. I could John see that. Goodman. John Goodman 
you know, and anything he does, he's just another one of those guys who's just really, really good. So, um, I yeah, like I, him. I, I love I, me some John Goodman. I mean, what do you, what are your, what are your thoughts on, you know, if he got it? I know you say you love him, but what about John Goodman? Can he? Can you see? He actually has like a level of intimidation about him. Like he he seems like someone you wouldn't want to piss off, you know? So just by that nature alone, I you can kind of see him being like a mob boss, someone that you don't mm-hmm. want to mess with, someone that can that has authority. So that kind of aspect would fit right along with the penguin for sure. But I mean almost in just to be kind of general, you know, he could probably play a multitude of roles. I guess see him being not not necessarily the penguin, but any any kind of mob boss. Like he he can play one of the uh, heads of uh, the mobster families if they decide to incorporate them into the universe. He'd be a good flash. Um, oh, he would yeah, be. Yeah. Um. Hold on, I'm trying to think of his name right now. I'm drawing blank because of the tornado warning. <laughs> uh one second. He'd be good flash. But, I mean, John Goodman's good in everything he does, you know. I really love him in the Kevin Smith movie that he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that? Red State. He was really good in that. Like, he just, he's good in Argo. He, uh, wasn't he? Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Call yeah, Scott Island. Yeah. Uh, he'd be great. He'd be a great uh, Harvey Bullock. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a very good fit right there, too. I'm good with that. He, he's done it all he's fantastic um i think that's it for look at my list you said circus goodman giamatti oh one more steve carell Hmm. steve carell as the penguin he's got this weird like he could play riddler too but he's got this darkness that he can bring to the role, you know, this he's kind of a chameleon. Yes, he's Steve Carell from, you know, The Office, Michael Scott. He's, mm-hmm. you know, group. But he also brings a level of getting lost in those smaller roles that he did. He did that wrestling movie a couple of years back where he, he's almost unrecognizable as Steve Carell. So he can bring in another level like all these actors. I know I keep saying that he brings another level, but it's important that when you get an actor to play a part that's already been played famously before, it's all about raising the bar. It's always about bringing something new and interesting to the character. So that's why if I keep repeating myself, that's you know where we're at with that. So we did Penguin. I'm gonna pick Two Face next. So we got Two Face. Um, <laughs> I so what? Do you, looking at my start? looking at my list of Two Face, I I fear we might have the exact same people, but I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> start with yours. So my first pick, because let's be honest, you can't have Two Face without them also being Harvey Dent. My pick is John Ham. John Ham. John freaking Ham. The dude I wanted for Batman for like 37 years. <laughs> yeah, you could do it. What about John Ham though? What is it about John Ham? We're all about that. Have you have you seen him being an actor before? I mean, he really carries yeah, himself well as a he's awesome savvy businessman kind of person that people just want to like, but you also want to hate him at the same time. You get a little scummy. Um, he's really good in, uh, what's that Ben Affleck directed movie where he's there. It's the bank robber one, the town. He's really good in the town. Is the, what is oh, the FBI? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good in, you know, mad men. Uh, he's good in a lot of stuff. Absolutely. He, he is, he'd make a, I mean, he was good Don Draper. He can make a great Harvey Dent. And he would make a, a really sinister Two-Face as well. <laughs> I like Aaron Eckhart, but I would have preferred to see his version of Two-Face a lot longer before yeah. Batman killed him. 
Wait, like Batman if, doesn't kill. I, like, I wish what? they had set him up in Batman Begins or some found a way to bring him into uh, Rises. Like, but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, we just haven't seen like he's a great Harvey Dent. That I just need more time with him as Two Face in the Dark Knight. Great. But I wanted to see more. I wanted that to continue on in the next film. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones was playing it as the Joker, um, and he had a purple <laughs> face. Yep. Uh, I don't know about all that. It was a little weird. Kind of, it was a little 90s. Uh, very strange. Um, so John Hamm, my top – I have two. So I have two top picks. First one's Matthew McConaughey. I mean, if you saw True Detective, Interstellar, <laughs> it kind uh, of speaks he, for it. He, was he a, speaks for itself, really. <laughs> but yeah, Matthew, a, Matthew McConaughey is my before. other pick. John Hamm and Matthew McConaughey were my two picks. Leonardo uh, DiCaprio was my other. Ooh, okay, all right. I like that. I like that. I mean, if you could bring Leonardo DiCaprio in the first film as just a supporting character. And then you really bring him in that second and third film. Like he turns post credit scene, he announces his campaign to run for district attorney. <laughs> there you go. Like you could you could really bridge you could really bring him in as uh Harvey Dent in that first film. You know, he's I mean you could do him as Two Face as well, but you could really bring him in and build his character over the course of a couple films. Right. You know, and you could literally put his name on a marquee. Show Batman's face and then DiCaprio's two faces on a poster, and you're bringing people in the seats. You're bringing butts in the seats because people want to see DiCaprio in one of these roles, and he would be amazing as Two Face, as Harvey Dent. Yeah, DiCaprio definitely is one of those ticket sellers for sure. I mean, it it works for me still to this day. Every time I see him in a movie, I'm just like, ooh, I gotta go see that. Gotta go see that new DiCaprio movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood looks good. That's looking good. That's looking really good. He brings to everything. He just, you know, I would like to see it. Like, even if it's like a cameo in the first one as Harvey Dent, he just meets Bruce Wayne, or they, you show, you see their friendship, you know, you bring him in that second film, then the third film, he's really, you know, going crazy. That'd be really awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Matthew McConaughey, you know, character actor, good in everything. You know, you you really don't need to say much. You know, he is, you know, that he can make that, you know, character, you know, one for the ages, bring, you know, because he brings it no matter what he does. Even if the movie's shitty, he's 100%. bringing, you know, he's he's doing it justice. 100%. Um, I, another one, I got one that, you know, like Michael Keaton, you said Michael Keaton for Gordon. I got another Batman for, uh, for Two-Face. Yeah. Christian Bay. Oh, now that's that's a spicy pick. <laughs> Christian Bale as Two Face. No, that no. would be sweet. I could see it. I could see it. Like, I mean, he's already he is already in three Batman movies. Yep. He made two and a half billion dollars with the the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises. He brings, you know. It to the table, and what he could do is like if you saw Vice, Vice was his last like really big role that he did, which was what last year as played Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. He really can just lose himself into the role as Harvey Dent, and he's had you know experience playing opposite Harvey Dent, so he already knows who that character is. And, so, and plus, we already know he he can play characters that kind of like go off the, the deep end, you know, uh, like American Psycho stuff like that. Yeah, I agree with you. Like Patrick Bateman is, you know, tour de force. So I'm really, I'm really digging that. I think that Christian Bell could do it. Obviously, you know, Matt McConaughey, John Hammond, or DiCaprio would be good. I have another one to, you know, if if they don't want to really elevate the role of Two Face, they just want him as a tertiary character for the first couple films. Timothy Oliphant from Justified. Um, he was the bad guy in Live Free or Die Hard. I could see him. Yeah, kind of goes back to that William A. Macy. You you you're just plugging in a good actor, 
and you know you're going to get service out of them. Not someone who's you know going to be really flashy with it. Just someone who is going to do the role what it is. Here are the words on the pages. It's not going to be, you know, he's not going to win Academy Award for it, but you know what he can, what the levels that he can bring. So anyone else for Two Face that we haven't talked about? I know you just said John Hamm. Um, no one is screaming at me right now. Uh, we already we already talked about my picks, which were John Hamm and Matthew McConaughey. And then you, you had yours there. So Riddler next? Riddler and the Catwoman? We can, do you we want do I got I got one for Scarecrow. Do you want me to just give you the one for Scarecrow right now? I have a couple for Scarecrow. Okay, let's do Scarecrow real fast. Okay. Number one for me, Jackie Earl Haley. We're in agreement there. He was on my list. Oh. Uh, I, I, I love Rorschach. me some Jackie Earl. Yeah, he I just need more of him in my life, to be honest. No, number one, he'd make a great man bat too. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I, that one would also work. Um, but it kind of goes through. A, he's a, he 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 could plug him into multiple roles. Yeah, easily. <laughs> just just bring him Matt in there. Hatter. Just bring him in here. We need him. Mad mad at her. <laughs> no no. We joke, but that that could actually work. So obviously he's gonna be a main character. I don't I don't think he can make the Mad Hatter a main character, like a main villain. But you know. Uh, but to, to go through some of my picks real quick, uh, I was thinking about the possibility of an Adam Driver being Scarecrow. Dude, I see. I I like it, but I I think that he's more. He'd be more man bat for me. He just got like to me like Scarecrow is such a small character, like height wise. Mm, true. True. I'm just basing it off the comics and basing it off the animated series, like. Adam Driver would tower over Robert Pattinson. He's supposed to be a little scrawny nerd. Little scrawny yeah. nerd that relies on science and to I help him out. Adam Driver get really angry and emo in the movie. <laughs> well, he doesn't do that in Star Wars, does he? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could, t- I could tell you. That's why Adam Driver's not my first pick. I, in fact, if I had a first pick, it'd be Zachary Quinto. Ooh, he'd be good. Yeah, he. Uh, for anyone that's seen the the TV series Heroes, he he plays a villain character in that, and I think he could uh, bring some of what he he demonstrated in that series over to the DC universe. Just a determined, determined villain has goals, but sometimes he needs uh, some science to get what he needs. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just kind of rambling at this point, but yeah, he he'd be my first pick to play Scarecrow. But it's gonna be it'd be hard. It'd be hard to top. It'd be hard to top. I think we we've already gotten maybe the the definitive Scarecrow. So who knows? Um. So Scarecrow, was there anyone else? I just had one name on the list. So anyone that one, Hugh Laurie would be good, but Hugh Laurie would be good as Man Bat as well. Like I said. Yeah. Um, Riddler. I'm kind of surprised how often Riddler we're bringing the... up Man Bat in this episode. <laughs> he hasn't been like a main, like he's such a good character for Batman to kind of face off against. Yeah, it's interesting yeah. they have kind of like made him like a second tier character, like they did all those second, you know, like Scarecrow and Batman Begins, you know, Two Face and the Dark Knight, you know. Um, so you want to do Riddler first, or you want to do Catwoman first? There's been a lot of been a lot of dicks so far. <laughs> Let's get some. You want to get some girls? Let's do some Catwoman. I got two names, and I really like. It's really down to these two people for me, and it's. I I wanted Zazie, uh, Bates or Beats in it, but she's in the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, so a person of color. I would love, really love to see that kind of be brought i love she looks like exactly like selena kyle and batman year one but unfortunately she's in the joker right now so i don't think that would work she was my number one until she got cast but aza gonzalez oh that's a good pick that's a good pick i like what well, aza she is an, a real up-and-coming great actress uh watch baby driver she's really good in that opposite john ham um really like her i think that she would make a very great femme fatale when it comes to Catwoman, but she also brings a level of intelligence to the role of Catwoman, I feel, 
Uh, she's not just, you know, a pretty face that she can really bring, you know, the cat burglar side, but with real fleshed out motivations for the character of, you know, Selena Kyle, mm-hmm. you know, someone who can, who can really play against, you know, Bruce Wayne and all the stuff that he goes through. Because the, the interesting part of Selena is that her relationship with Bruce and Batman is always, you know, give and take. It's always, you know, it's like, do you ever put a uh, magnets opposite against each other and you put them together and they don't stick? <laughs> yes. That's kind of <laughs> so. Instead of you know coming together, they kind of like push against each other. You know the opposites. And I always feel like that's kind of the the way that Catwoman and Batman's relationship should be. Like they get them close together, but they really can't come together at all so i think that she could bring that to the role and then my other pick is olivia wilde mm. someone who you really haven't seen in a minute i think that she also she too brings a level of intelligence a level of sexiness a level of you know legitimacy to the role because you've had michelle pfeiffer you've had Anne hathaway i mean Halle berry was in it it's you know, where can Olivia Wilde or Azing Gonzalez take the role? What can they do with it? And I think both those actresses not only could make the role their own and bring something interesting to it that we haven't seen, but they can really give that, you know, love hate towards Batman as well. I'm glad to see we were in agreement there. Uh, I actually had Olivia Wilde as my, my number one pick. So I'm glad to hear you mention her. Like you said, it's been a hot minute since we've seen her. And, you know, it's never too late for a comeback, I say, you know. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't have a whole lot more to add. You kind of already hit the nail on the head there. Uh, if I had to put, put another person, another name out there, this one's not a super serious casting. This is more me just going full-on fan cast, but maybe like someone like an Eva Green. Ooh, I like her. But she to me, she's, she's Talia to me. Yeah, she she'd be more of a Talia. But I mean, maybe maybe it's just me having my having my dreams. Your wet dreams. <laughs> my wet dreams. Your wet dreams. It's like wait. Um what? Is, is your show Ron the one Eva Green in a cat suit? Come on. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh Riddler? You wanna start with Riddler? We can go with Riddler. And that'll be the last one for me unless you have any ones anyone else. All right, so <laughs> I started off this this fan cast talking about a, a former Doctor Who, and now here I am. Uh-huh. With, I have two Doctor Who's as I think I know who you have. You, you he's do. my number. He's my so number one too. My number one is probably your number one. It's David Tennant. Uh, he he's my number two, but Matt oh. Smith. He's he, Matt Smith is my number two. So we, we both <laughs> we both got the same characters. Yeah, I have <laughs> like you. You didn't pay attention to my Twitter because he was in a. So the person who did the Andy Circus as Penguin, they did it as David Tennant as Riddler, looks just as good. That, I, that? I, I've I've probably seen that. I, I I see lots of things and I forget a lot of things, but I've probably seen it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean David Tennant, he's quirky. I mean, both David Tennant and Matt Smith—they're—they're they're a bit quirky. They can also be a bit sadistic when uh, when it comes when push comes to shove. And I could see them David both. David Tennant's really good in Harry Potter too. Yes, yes, he is. I I could see either one of them really kind of nailing that socially outcasted genius that decides to use his brain to try to play mind games against Batman. Whether it's for personal gain or some other motive, like he can play the the battle of wits against the bat. Either one of them could do it so yeah, easily. I like David. I like David Tennant, Matt Smith, David Tennant, one two, uh, Sam Rockwell or Sam Sam Rockwell. Um, I think that you know he hasn't done anything since he won his best supporting actor Academy Award for uh, what's that movie called? Shit, I have it. Uh, three billboards. It's three oh, billboards yep, over yep. something. He's really good in that. I really like him. He was uh, uh, Justin Hammer in Iron Man Two. Good in that. He's he's just been everything, you know. I would like to see him really take on, you know, a next level villain role in this. And Riddler's good. 
Um, just Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he'd be solid. I got one from the Shield, Walton Goggins. He yes. uh, will always be on my list. Walton Goggins. If you've never seen the Shield, he's in uh that he's in a bunch of Quentin Tarantino movies. What's the last one where they got to go get Daisy Dahmer goo? What's that one called? Um, was it like 12 something? I can't I know, remember. I know which one you're talking about. It's, it's the Western where they're like stuck on a cabin. Yeah. 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 He's really good in that. He's good at like the Walton Goggins is like I would cast him as the shark in Jaws, <laughs> stealing from Kevin stealing from Kevin Smith. But he, you know, Matt Smith, David Tennant, Sam Rockwell, well, JGL, and I got one Jim Carrey. I think Jim Carrey would be good Riddler. I mean, what do you think about Jim Carrey as a Riddler? I think he could pull off a green <laughs> suit pretty well. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, for some reason, I got a feeling I, I could, I've seen something like that before. I don't know. It's, uh, it's kind of out there. <laughs> kind of like he was so good in Batman Forever. Just kind of sucks that movies. Like I love the movie. If they just got rid of the Two Face character, just made it about. No. Because no, what I mean, is Two? What, I mean, if we're gonna cast Two Face, if we're gonna cast Jim Carrey in anything, we are gonna make him Doctor Robotnik in a Sonic movie. Okay. I'm good with that too. I'm just saying, like, what is the motiva- motivation for Two Face in? Like, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't service the plot. He's just kind of like there to be buddy buddy with the Riddler, which doesn't make like. When was the last well, time you saw Batman Forever? When was the last time we did a uh, podcast on it? <laughs> so. Uh yeah yeah you you're right you're right. So you, there it is. Like, I, do we are we missing any like the main the reason why we picked this is because those are like the rumored cast list of villains. There's supposed to be like five or six villains in the Batman. We got one, two, three, four, five. So we're there. I know Poison Ivy might be in it. Um, so, but it, I just yeah. If if more information comes out, we can always do some more yeah. fan casts. So I, I mean. Poison Ivy, you know, Jessica Chastain, you know, you know, many, many great young uh, actresses could potentially be, you know, Poison Ivy is just, we don't want to, like, this list could go on for like five, six hours straight. Like, we could just go down the list of, you know, Batman supporting characters and who could play them. And we just wanted to really hone in. I wish we had more girls. Like, you know, I wish we could, you know, I, I'm waiting on news for like Batgirl. I mean, you know, Birds of Prey is coming out, so we got to see, you know, how that's going to work. Right. And that reads the Batman. Are any of those characters going to come over? So that's kind of why we, we didn't jump hard into, you know, female female characters because we don't know how that movie is going to, you know, how that movie is going to be interconnected in the Batman. Are those characters going to be brought over? So it's hard for us to fan cast characters like that when they're already cast, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't fan cast – Harley Quinn again. You can't fan cast Enchantress again. You can't because there are already characters in the you know overarching, you know DC universe. So that's gonna be it for me on episode one thirty three. Anything else that we're missing, Kyle? No, I think that about sums it up right there. So definitely was an interesting, uh, interesting podcast. Fun for fun for us. We we got a lot of stuff done. So. Uh, if you are a fan of this podcast and want to contribute to our Patreon, Kyle will give you details on that. Um, if you want to uh, follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Shailen on Bat. You can follow, you can like our Facebook page, Shailen on Batman Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Batman Shailen. You can follow Tom on Twitter at Batman Baselap. And then you can follow Kyle on Twitter at Looting Kyle. So that is it for 133.